0: Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties Too. This episode features one of the three guests on my hour-long NPR show heard every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it has broadcast continuously for 14 years. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know, because I care about people who care about cats, dogs, and other creatures who share our planet. I'm also the founder and director of the New York Dog Film Festival and the New York Cat Film Festival, which travel America and Canada, supporting local animal welfare groups. I could not bring you this show without the support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian who's created a variety of litters to please any cat, as well as inventing clean protein cat foods based on the protein found in cats' natural prey. This show is also made possible with the generous sponsorship of Waruva, the fam owned Foreman Pet Food Company, named after their rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa, where all their recipes in cans and pouches are human edible because they're made in a human food facility. Good enough for you to eat, but your cats won't appreciate that. I am so happy to meet a woman who I've had my eye on for quite a while. She's a woman entrepreneur who came up with an idea for water, a water additive that would clean or keep clean or kill the bacteria in the mouths of dogs and cats. The company's name was Teeth. And I followed her when she won the big award at Global Pet Expo, but I kind of couldn't find her. Somehow she was, you know, everybody was whisking her away. Now she just won a big award at VMX, the veterinary conference. I thought, Emily Stein, I got to get you on the show and talk about this quite extraordinary Products that you've created, and it's gotten kudos from con- this consumer retailers and now from the veterinarians. You must be feeling like your head won't fit in your hat. It's gotten so big. Is that true? Well,
1: definitely stoked. Um, <laughs> they even still use that word.
0: Yes, I love <laughs> stoked. It's a great word.
1: Yep, yep, yep. But um, no, head's not big. <laughs> Humbled constantly. And head, it was like nose to the grindstone from a research and work perspective, which is probably why <laughs> you guys haven't heard from me for a while.
0: Well, I mean, I really did see you win the Purina, you know, new product event. What I yeah. forget the name of all these things, showcase or something, but it's a big deal. Yeah, the
1: prize. Huge. It was, I mean, it, like uh, total honor, total fist bump. I mean, it was like humbled to extraordinaire, um, for just winning these prizes. Like, cause we really are doing something very different yes. for dental health yes. and pets. And, mm-hmm. and to have the, 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 these big, amazing, powerful companies recognize our innovation has been awesome, but also scary. <laughs> right. Know? Because
0: it's a responsibility. How do you, how mm-hmm. do you go forward with that? But then to win exactly. it also at VMX is enormously prestigious. I mean, new products that are brought out by veterinary and pharmaceutical companies, all kinds of products. And I thought, well, there's that Emily Stein again. She's just bubbling to the surface like cream to the surface. (laughs) Let's talk about, first of all, describe you, because you are not from the veterinary world or the pet world. You're a doctor, but you're not
1: a dentist. Nope. I am a microbiologist, so I, my patients are microbes. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. They are, only recently since COVID have we realized the power of um, microbes, right? But microbes make the world go round. Nitrogen cycles, carbon cycles, photosynthesis. More, more microbes do photosynthesis than plants. Oh, my goodness. I mean, there's just totes, totes. I mean, our gut microbiome. Tells right, so people much talk about us, those, right? mm-hmm. yeah, and our pets and mood and like attitude. And if we're aggressive, like aggressive dog behavior, um, cat behaviors linked to schizophrenia, it's linked to a microbe, you know, like the power of the microbes has been underrepresented and under recognized for a long time in medicine because historically. We only know what we see, right? So if you have Correct. a hammer, you only see nails. If you have screwed over, you only know, see screws. Yes. And most of the world that I live in and have been trained in is molecular and microbial. Well, I think so. that
0: that fact makes what you've done have much more scientific gravitas. I have known of other products, and in a minute you'll describe Teef, which is the cutest name, capital T, capital E, capital E, capital F, Teef. Um, <laughs> yep. Sometimes I think, oh, I'm going to talk to Dr. Emily Teef, but that's, of course, not your name. Um, there have been other <laughs> products that were additives to water for pets. Now, it's interesting because nothing's ever come of them. Well, not much anyway. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of kind of quasi-pharmaceutical companies in the pet industry that have created products that you put some of this product in the dog's water or the cat's water. And the claims are kind of that it can get the tartar off their teeth. I mean, that's the only thing that I've ever seen actually talked about. Not the way you talk about overall mouth health, bacterial health, gut health. But mm-hmm. what, what did you do differently when you invented, created, developed teeth that was different from whatever was bouncing around in the marketplace wow
1: wow wow um i will try to summarize it but it is really an amalgamation of two years of thinking through the problem so my grandmother had a stroke when she had a tooth extracted because she had gum disease oh my gosh yeah and she was my best friend and oh. so she's she didn't play Scrabble that day because we did online Scrabble when I was at Stanford as a postdoc in rheumatology. And she was suffering silently in Wisconsin and in, uh, assisted living and like with dental problems. And I didn't, I mean, she had rheumatoid arthritis, which is why I went into autoimmune disease research. And then like she was suffering in silence and I didn't know she was having a problem with her mouth because my doctorate was in microbiology, right? Like microbes cause dental disease. That has been established for at least 100 years yes. really solidly in medicine. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's entirely preventative. I, I know what I'm doing there because I'm top of my six years get, trying to get a figuring out how microbes survive exposure to heavy metals, antibiotics, antiseptics, which happen to be in most of our toothpaste. And our Uh mouthwashes, right? Uh Yep, Uh And actually have made their way into most of the dental products in dogs' cats. So treats usually have chlorhexidine. Toothpaste have um, enzymes which don't work or have um, uh, also antiseptics. And then these chews can have antiseptics. Um, And that just annihilates the good microbes that we know from rheumatology Keep your immune health intact, right? And so, long story short, you know, solved Grandma's issue because um, I biohacked her <laughs> microbiome <laughs> for a couple of years. Um, started the company, got it funded, got it into an incubator, did all the blah blah blah, you know, entrepreneurial stuff, right? Um, which, but more importantly, I got her solved for really quickly and she had her lozenges which released the ingredients to her microbiome to stop them from making all these things that cause more inflammation, more gum disease and so she didn't have to have another tooth pulled but but let's hang on for a minute
0: you're saying you first developed this as yeah. a human, well, a microbiologist yeah. you could be of anything on the planet but as a human researcher and you yeah. created and invented a lozenge that people could put in their mouth that would mm-hmm. improve their microbiome uh, yes. sort of situation. Well, how come? Yeah. How come people didn't give you an award for that? No, seriously. Oh. I mean, if I knew about that, I would. Nobody wants to have gum disease or problems with their teeth, and they certainly want their guts to be a happy, healthy place.
1: Right, because every time you swallow, you swallow millions of microbes. Yes, that influence downstream gut health. Um, So, long story short, I've had to learn how um, market dynamics and pressures in the U.S., um, which are very different, luckily in Europe and Middle East and you know Eurasia, you know Australia, New Zealand, they care more about prevention. The U.S. were very treatment based. Correct. That's true. So um, that's uh, one of our biggest hurdles in the United States. Period. Um full stop <laughs> we're solving for the hat um and we're going around the system so we're in elder care we're in an international space station because there's no hygienists up in oh space my you know goodness. you know what i mean like yes yeah, of course, course you don't want to get a, a toothache
0: while you're walking no. around on mars there's just no, no dental I- office
1: <laughs> exactly and so you have to curtail that those bad actors in their bad behavior and you have to really spur and empower those good bacteria, which in most of our mouths as we age, so dogs two years old now we're starting to see bad actors cropping up in their mouths. Cats about, um, uh, one and a half years old. Um, some of them are even still kittens. It just depends on where they're rescued from. Um, You know, like like bad actors are in their mouths already, and so it's like okay, we have to curtail their behavior, we have to stress them out nutritionally in a safe way, not using killing mechanisms like like antiseptics or antibiotics, and then um, really empower the good. And the only way to do that, we've found over 13 years of research, is to really put them on a different kind of a diet plan. (laughs) We got them on a very strict menu. But we're using really safe ingredients to do that. So it's fiber that plugs up the microbes. And uh, so I'm including bacteria and fungus because cats have a lot of um, fungus-driven dental diseases and bacterial combinatorial dental disease-driven problems. And older adults with Alzheimer's also have the same kind of – so you can basically copy and paste um, Alzheimer's patients slash dementia patients, humans – with old dogs and older cats. Wait a minute. Does, does this
0: change in the, the mouth microbiome and therefore the gut microbiome? Yeah. It's worse for older humans with Alzheimer's and dementia, not just any older human, not just pick a 60, 70, 80, 90-year-old. It's the ones with Alzheimer's and dementia who are predisposed? Yes. And
1: wow. there's my. Uh, microbial consortia, which is a fancy word. What a great word! word. In my, I love in it. my, <laughs> I know in my in my line of work, um, which means it's not just one microbe; it's a couple of different bad actors that get together. If they happen to get together in your mouth, you're kind of on that that track of risk because um, they wind up in your brain. They go from your mouth to your brain. Oh, great! And inflammation great. follows.
0: Great. Is that how your granny got the stroke?
1: Uh, she had yeah, came from her mouth. She had a tooth extraction, and they went and that tooth change. extraction
0: infection. That microbe was the one that carried it up to her brain.
1: That's well, it's, it's hard to prove retrospectively. Okay, I'm saying in you know, simple terms, in, in simple yeah, terms. Yeah, so she had okay. her tooth extracted the de- uh, day X, and then day Y. Next day, she had her uh, stroke through a
0: clot in her prefrontal cortex. And it doesn't matter who says it came from the microbiome bulbs or not, because no, but the, you know how yeah. bad they are. So here's my and question. We, yes. You're, you've won these two awards from the retail part of the pet industry and then from the very serious medical part of the pet industry. Big awards. Yeah. Winner. Yeah. What a brilliant, innovative, essential, important idea. But should I not have some myself. I mean, give some to the dogs, like half for you, half for me. Sounds like we all need it, too. Is
1: teeth yeah. human is drinkable? Yeah, it is. It's human-grade. Um, and, in fact, we've done clinical studies in Alzheimer's patients with um, the water additive formula. Now, we might call it something different and soup it up and give it a flavor. Um, but, yeah, it is that important. So... Um, long story short, what we know is that if you have periodontal disease, whether you're a dog, that's a cat, right, or a human, your biggest risks are cardiovascular issues, which is what happened to my grandma, um, life threatening issues, which is what happened to my 10 year old Cocker Spaniel rescue, which I rescued her, you know. In the middle of the summer, they said she needed dental cleaning and maybe a couple extractions. By the time I drove her back home, with the windows down, because her periodontal disease was that bad. It was that like, smelly. Smell the cadaverin, the propionic acid, butyric acid that all those microbes make. And cadaverin has, it's a name for a reason because it smells like dead a dead person. Another uh, great
0: word, cadaverin. Oh, my God. This is just oh, yeah, like yeah. a treasure trove. No,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, a microbial and, and, so consortium smell,
0: and cadaverin. Oh, yeah. You
1: could, totally. You could smell Tinsley before you you she <laughs> entered the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ouch. And it was so bad because they're aromatic molecules and they like travel quickly and your nose is really sensitive to them. And they're made by bacteria in the mouth uh, if you have gum disease. And which is why bad breath is one of the biggest causalities for taking pet parents to take their, their, you know, four legged kiddos or three legged kiddos into, (laughs) you know, (laughs) into the vet. It's the number two reason is bad breath. And it's because you can smell it before you see it visually. Um, So we all need to keep a really good nose on our dogs and cats' breath. Um, and our kids too. But just to jump
0: forward, Emily, because our time is running short
1: to jump forward
0: to the, the application. So you go to your vet or even you don't go to your vet unless you can only buy it from the vet, which I don't think that's true. You put teeth in the water for fill in the blank amount of time. Does it reverse that bacterial nasty cadaverum thing going on?
1: The funk? Yep. We have clinical data showing it reverses funk.
0: I love that. I love the word of funk along with clinical data. So it doesn't seem like there's any reason not to give it to dogs, and especially to cats who have so much unseen dental and periodontal disease, because nobody really opens their mouth to look at it. One quick parting question. When we let our dogs lick us in the face, which some of us do and some of us don't, Mm -hmm. I always had some bizarre idea that it was good for you because, you know, Their bacteria and our bacteria—it makes for a good party. But is there a reason that it's not good for us? Along these lines.
1: Well, if they have those periodontal pathogens, it's not good because it's transferable. Good to Um, know. Yep. So I have super teeth confidence in my dog licking my face. He gives me good morning kisses every morning. I sing him good morning when he wakes up. He kisses me on my cheek. Sometimes he accidentally (laughs) gets the corner of my mouth, and that's a little awkward. So funny. Right, but um, but I have teeth confidence because I know our That's I think
0: that's a great, a great moment to end on, teeth confidence. I really am going to go get some. I would like to have Happy Guts as well as Maisie and Wanda having Happy Guts. I think your success is enormous. I'm sorry we've run out of time because you're very fun and very funny, but I think what you've done is really marvelous, and thank you to your grandma for inspiring this, and yeah. I hope a lot of the vets... I know you won the award and will get teeth for their patients, but many of us could use teeth, and then not have to be a dental patient, which I think a lot of people would be great, very grateful for. Dr. Emily Stein and TIFF in Minneapolis, thank you so much for this wonderful addition to preventive wellness for our pets. Thank you. Thank you for listening. There are a few more special companies that make this show possible. I hope you will support all of these companies because they stand behind my mission, which is to bring you delightfully informative Pet Talk Radio. Earth Animal, which is privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, creates holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. They make many non-chemical products for the inside and outside of your pets, as well as innovative foods like no-hide chews and the hybrid dry food wisdom, which sometimes is all that my Weimaraner Maisie will eat. I'm very grateful also to Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two extraordinary women, Allison and Hannah, who cook dog food from the most pristine human edible ingredients and ship it to your door in frozen pouches it's higher quality and more ethically sourced than my own food. Thanks again for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this one guest version of Dog Talk and Kitties Too and we'll listen to other episodes sometime soon.